Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Yankee Death Star. My name is Dave. I'm with Mark. Mark, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing all right. You know, we didn't get the win today, so that was disappointing. Um, but in the end, we won the series and we've been on a roll. So, you know, we're not in the same spot we were earlier, so we got to appreciate that. Yeah, man, this was a, a tough uh, job by our pitchers uh, today. Tyon did a great job pitching, I felt like. He pitched 95 pitches today, 64 of which were strikes, um, six hits, four earned runs, nine strikeouts, and only two walks. Uh, only gave up one home run, but just things weren't rolling for him. He got pulled after 4.2 innings. Uh, unfortunate that he didn't get to five, but the reality is, is that we have things to talk about and discuss after this game. So here we go. Going into the top of the first with Rich Hill on the mound, I felt like we had a, a really good um, chance to, to put some uh, points on the board early. Uh, Rich Hill was on fire tonight, so unfortunately that did not happen. Um, in the first inning, DJ lines out, but Stanton gets another hit. Uh, big job by Stanton, unbelievable job here. Uh, he continues to do some great things. Unfortunately, uh, we weren't able to, to uh, capitalize there, and that's just the way it goes. Um, on the bottom of the first, they were able to get on the on board right away. Um, Diaz hits a um, line drive to center field, and Brand or um, uh, Margot Go scores, and Brandon Lord, um, Lowe scores as well. And that's when they went up two to nothing. At this point, I knew that you know stuff was just not happening for Tyon, but he settled down and he got through the next inning pretty well and striking out the side. But you could tell that just certain pitches were off for him. And it was just unfortunate that he wasn't able to get things done. But after the first, starting 2 nothing is not the way you want to start a game. So Rich Hill pitched six and two-thirds today. And he really pitched well. He did, you know, what we've kind of come to expect from him. It's the reason he's still pitching at 41 years old. And it just has to do with his control and his ability to keep batters guessing. And he had us guessing all day. Um, you know, he was throwing... These you know incredible pitches, breaking balls in the top of the strike zone. Um, he was sending curveballs in that you know had no business, or at least for other people, they really wouldn't seem like they could ever could be a strike. They they really weren't strikes until right at as they were crossing the plate, and then they'd become strikes. Um, very confusing for our hitters, and really there there was really no point where we felt like we ever um, you know had a chance to get at Hill. By the time they pulled him out um, in the sixth inning, you know, the first two batters of the sixth inning, he struck both of those guys out. So he was cruising when they took him out. Um, and since we were down, you know, at that point, um, you know, we were down, we had been down four most of the game. And then, you know, bottom of the sixth, um, they scored um, three runs off of um, a home run there. So we were down seven at that point, And that was, you know, it was pretty much over at that point. You know, you hate to um, be in that situation, but um, in the end, like I said, we won the first two games of the series. So, you know, it doesn't matter how much we lose by, you know, it's just one game. Yeah, man. And, you know, they tacked on a couple more runs. Uh, they were able to get to Austin Meadows hit a double in the um, bottom of the eighth. Um, and they were able to get um, two more runs there. So the total score was nine to one. Clint Frazier on the top of the ninth, um, had the bases loaded, and he hit into a um, double play. Uh, but again, hitting into a double play, scoring one run, at least we didn't get uh, shut out. 
But the reality is, is that was not a good swing by Clint Frazier. Uh, he uh, came in the game for um, uh, Gardner at one point. Or, you know, I don't know who he came in for the game. I need to go back and look at the box score here. But, um, you know, to me, he came in actually he was playing center field old game. Uh, he's um, had two hits or um, two at bats, one walk and one strikeout. Um, so I, you know, I don't know why I didn't see um, him in the game as much um, probably because he batted ninth and he had Frazier uh, and left field and uh, right field was judge. Um, he ran into the wall trying to catch the ball. Uh, then they pulled him out and put uh, Wade in the game. I don't know if that was precautionary or if he kind of tweaked um, running into the wall. He had an opportunity to catch a, a you know a deep ball into right field. Um, unfortunately, when he saw the wall coming up really fast, he lost track of the ball, and he probably missed it by a few inches. Uh, but it was almost a really really um, great catch. So again, uh, hopefully he's okay, and that this is just precautionary to take him out of the game like they did. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is just one game, and we don't want to be in a position where we're overreacting to it. But if you know, we lose judge, you know, it's hard not to overreact to that. So like you said, there's no reason to think other than that this is anything other than precautionary by um, by Aaron Boone. And I understand why they would do this. Um, he plays really well when he gets the appropriate amount of rest and, you know, no sense in leaving him out there if, you know, there's a potential that he did, you know, hurt himself in any way. So, you know, this is just, it, it wasn't a really good game for us in any way. Um, obviously, you know, a, a pitcher like Rich Hill, um, you know, he earns his money because he can keep you on your heels and he can frustrate the hell out of you. And in some ways, in a lot of ways, it's like dealing with a two-year-old. You know, no matter what, you're, you're still trying to figure out how to, you know, deal with this shit. And in the end, it's just like he's, he knows what he's trying to do. And and the only thing he's trying to do is fuck with you. So he he did that all day and yeah, it's it's frustrating, but in the end you have to, you know, take your hat off to him because, you know, he understood what he couldn't do, which was, you know, put the ball where we wanted it and he was able to keep us, you know, on our heels and a lot because of you know, the way he changed the location of the, the release, you know, and the way that he changed up his pitches. Um, and it was, it was incredible to see, but let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, our ace, you know, and, um, you know, Cole has been on a roll right now. It's something that we talked about after last game quite a bit. Um, I want to just say at this point, um, you know, Dave, Dave shared me with me an article from ESPN and it was saying that this year alone, Cole has, um, had five games where he has 10 strikeouts and no walks. And that's just, you know, an unbelievable stat that just shows how much command he has and how he steps in to every single situation where he he's recognizing that he's in a battle. If he falls behind the count, he tries to make the tough pitch to, you know, regain the advantage. And that's something we've seen with him, you know, all year, but just an incredible stat where five games where he's had 10 strikeouts and no walks. Yeah, man. And this is an insane stat as well with that is what we would call are the greatest pitcher maybe ever. Um, a lot of people debate this, who's the greatest pitcher ever. But to me, Nolan Ryan belongs right up there uh, with everything that he's done. And his entire career, he only had eight um, games where he had 10 or more strikeouts 
um, with zero walks. Uh, you know, like Mark said, Cole has had five already this year. It's insane. Um, Cole last, uh, his last walk came April 12th that he pitched. Think about that. April 12th was the last time he um, walked somebody. He has pitched 78 strikeouts and only three walks this year. Only three walks to 78. That ratio is insane. Nolan Ryan, Ryan um, strikeout ratio was 2.04 um, um, in the career best streak. Uh, he had 26 strikeouts without a walk. Um, so it, just thinking about this is that's almost triple um, the amount of um, strikeouts without a walk that he's um, than Ryan had. I'm obviously not saying that uh, Cole Garrett Cole is a Nolan Ryan uh, you know type pitcher because it's the longevity um, that we have yet to see if that Cole can continue this. But I'm saying that this is an incredibly special season by Cole. You have to get excited about it. If he is pitching and you have an opportunity to watch it, please do so. You will not be sorry. You have to watch the intensity every single time. This guy is unbelievable, and I cannot tell you how excited I am. Uh, to be able to have the opportunity to watch him as he continues to grow with this Yankee team. Yeah, I mean, every year it seems like he gets better, which is pretty unbelievable considering the level he's already at. But, you know, what he's doing now has been a, has been completely spectacular, and um, he's really been the anchor for this team. We've been going through some ups and downs, but he's been really consistent, and I've noticed him take a leadership position in the dugout. He's someone that people go to, um, especially the pitchers, but everybody. He's interacting with people, and I don't know if it's just me, but it seems like in the past he kind of had a tendency to kind of close himself off. This year, he's in the middle of everything, and I love it. Absolutely, man. Let's go ahead and talk about our game coming up against the Orioles tomorrow at 7.05 um, Eastern. Um, this is in Baltimore, Camden Yard. I mean, I feel like there's a few places that we play that people are like, oh, this is Yankee Stadium point 2.0 or whatever. Uh, Camden Yard is Yankee Stadium 2.0. Uh, we love this place whenever we play there. Um, I love the fact that we have Kluber on the mound because last time Kluber pitched, uh, it started his insane run that he's been doing um, since he pitched against Baltimore um, at on April 27th. He's gone 2-0 with a 1.33 ERA um, over his last three starts, spanning 20 um, in the third innings during that time. So Kluber has been on fire since he pitched against Baltimore. I love um, them putting him out on the mound tonight or tomorrow night um, or tonight. I, I just, I'm, I'm really stoked. The fact is, is that Kluber is un- unbelievable right now. And I'm stoked that he has found his, his stride and he's starting to get to batch his old form. He has knocked his ERA down to an even 3.06. Now that's not a 3.00, but I, I'm telling you the way he's pitching, that's going to be fall down. Uh, pretty good, 35 strikeouts, and we're going to be going up against Dean um, Dean Kramer. Uh, he's 0-3 with a 6.23 ERA, 25 strikeouts. Uh, he started slow this season, um, but he has been better since. Uh, May has run around, so it will be interesting to see how he does against the Yankees. So definitely stay tuned for that. And I, I'm excited for another baseball game tomorrow. Um, another uh, series is, is beginning and again, this is against the Baltimore um, Orioles, and they're they're in the run right now to be in contention for this uh, chance to be in first place right now. So keep an eye on that. Yeah, and something else we need to mention right now is the fact that um, yeah, this is a developing situation. But the last I heard that there are seven um, staff members on the in the Yankees organization who have contracted COVID, um, and obviously 
that is a concerning situation. Um, I saw Torres has got it again for the second time now. So I don't know exactly what's going on, but clearly an outbreak within the dugout, within the locker room. This is this is a type of situation um, within the clubhouse that just, you know, we don't need right now. We've been on a roll, um, and, you know, I just I feel like if something comes in and throws that off, it could really be, you know, mid-season before we regain that. So, we you know, we got to keep an eye on it, but, you know, knock on wood, you know, I think this is going to be okay. Yeah, and, and Stanton, uh, like Mark said, he's uh, contracted it before. Uh, all seven members, I'm not too sure about Stanton, if he's got, or not Stanton, um, um, Torres, if he's gotten the shot, but they said that all seven um, um, staff members that contracted it have the shot and been given the shot, so they've been vaccinated. Um, but again, definitely keep an eye on that. That's not what, you, what we want to see. Um, you know, we've won... Uh, four out of five i think that's great uh two against washington um and then two against uh the rays here unfortunately both of them we weren't able to win the series or uh, sweep the series but that's okay um i'm just stoked we we sweep tigers uh we beat uh um, astros in the series there with the astros um you know uh, Nationals, we beat them in the series. And then Tampa, we beat them in the series. And last time we played the Orioles, we tied them in the series. So I'm hoping that we can uh, pull off a couple more wins here. Um, and we'll see what happens. Absolutely, man. We're going to be here for it. We're going to be back tomorrow with a new episode. So thank you so much for joining us for the Yankee Death Star. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>